0: This particular costume drew the open admiration of Madame Desiree. Oh, Madame. She was always very free giving us the title Madame, unless she suddenly preferred to introduce us as her co-workers. You really do your best for my house. But believe you me, and I always tell the other ladies exactly the same, my profits are also yours. The most exciting moment, at least for me, was that of the selection—namely, that particular moment when we were put in touch for the first time with the unknown person visiting this home of carnal pleasures to feast, however shortly, his physical senses. Actually, putting in touch is slightly exaggerated—this moment in which we had to stand in line forming a parade of more or less nude female bodies, was dedicated to feasting the eyes of the visitor. To look at us was supposed to put the guest in the proper mood. To suggest to me that we were there only for his pleasure, all he had to do was take his pick. The only thing he had to do, really, was to make up his mind which one of us would be his temporary true love. These minutes of waiting always gave me a pleasant, tickling thrill. It was invariably me who was selected, and it was always my pleasure, because I had the right to look through a secret peephole at the unknown visitor, and whenever I agreed to stand in line for the selection, it meant that his type would please me as a partner. The more selection, the greater profit. Madame Deveret knew full well that not only did Paris have many women who were ready and willing to increase their small budgets by sacrificing an occasional afternoon, but that there were many others who also had a small budget which they were more than willing to enlarge, namely the joys of the flesh, and some of them were more than willing to pay her for it. I have spent many fabulous hours. The charm to be in a place which is dedicated to only one goal, exactly the same one for which the male visitors came to it, was in my opinion worth more than the few thousand franc notes I gave her. Even though I insisted firmly that my customers handed over their money, it would have humiliated me not to be considered a good professional. I was never stingy toward my colleagues or the owner of this invaluable institution. Ah, whenever the doorbell rang, whenever a happy hubbub of naked bodies ran to and fro to pick up something to cover themselves, then rushed toward the narrow staircase, laughing in anticipation, maybe today there would be a real good piece of ass tumbling into the reception room to line up in sacred tradition, faces expressionless, standing erectly, waiting to be selected. Oh, how entertaining this was for me! And then the inspecting gentleman would point out one of us, one who conformed to his particular ideal of eroticism one who in his mind could give him the delights he secretly hoped for. And with an imperceptible nod of his head, he would select the person with whom he intended to have a delightful sexual bout. As I said, I was most often the one who was selected. I am not trying to brag, but I was considered the queen bee of our little group, and frequently they put me in the most advantageous position. Whenever I had my gentleman, it was the turn of the others. This was the established procedure. Madame Desiree never failed to congratulate my latest conquest on his good taste and excellent selection. "'The lady is a wonderful companion, but I leave the final decision up to yourself,' she used to say. I remember one visitor in particular as an exceptionally understanding partner. In the beginning, I treated him like all the others. Upstairs in my little room, I threw my arms around his neck and whispered into his ear, "'Well, we are going to have ourselves a good time, aren't we?' And I would grope into his pants. "'trying to open his fly as quickly as possible "'so that I could have a good look at the most important requisite "'for the following ceremony. "'What's your name, darling?' I'd ask, "'the moment I had his rapidly growing hard on in my hands. "'Most of the time they'd murmur just about any kind of a name, "'but this time my opponent said quite clearly, "'Call me Emile. My real name is Emile.' "'And what's yours?' "'His question was polite but firm. Mm, "'My name is Lolotte, my big darling. "'I tried to copy the tone of voice of the true inmates "'to avoid any possible detection "'and to prevent my partner from getting the wrong picture. Mm, "'But come on. "'He is so beautifully hard, "'and I'd love to have him in me as soon as possible.' With those words I pulled him toward the bed. We almost fell down upon it. In my enthusiasm I had pulled quite hard on the incredibly stiff instrument. The next moment this strange man, whose strong build had attracted me from the first moment I laid my eyes upon him, lay between my widely spread thighs, and I felt his entire weight against my bosom. Since he pushed with all his force against my body, I could not do anything but guide his powerfully swollen prick toward my yawning crotch and let him disappear into it. The moment this fantastically hot prick discovered its entry, Mamil started to jab and hump furiously, pinning me down on the bed. Since I had one hand free, I grabbed his big balls and started to squeeze them with the same rhythm in which his hard pole was pushing up and down. I completely forgot that these organs are to a man his most sensitive possessions. Mamil seemed completely unperturbed by my counterattack and paid no attention, as he doubled the force of his jolts while voluptuously groaning and moaning. It's hardly surprising that his behavior led me into true ecstasy, and the hotly desired climax came much quicker than I had expected. Oh, you screw splendidly! Fantastic. Oh, please, fuck me as wild as you can. Please, don't hold back, darling. Quick. Quicker. No, really, you're not hurting me. Ah, great. More, please. Please. More. I have to... Oh, please, go on. Yes. Yes, that's it. Oh, you, now. Now. Ah! 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 (gasps) I had made my first number. But Mamil was coming, too, and I felt his hot chism spurt into me at the exact moment that I reached my own climax. That's a pity, he murmured rather dully. I came much faster than I had hoped. (laughs) Now it's all over, and I just started to like you so well. And with these words, my partner who believed the game was over, was about to get up and put on his clothes. But he was mistaken. It was far from me to treat him like a professional trollop would have done, and I had only one desire. I wanted to enjoy the pleasure he had given me with his well-proportioned pecker at least once more, and if possible, several times. Please stay while mamie Do you really want to go? Can't I play around a little bit with your big rod?" I smiled coquettishly at him and could see that he was rather bewildered about my request, which is sort of unusual in a public house. I took a towel and started to dry off his sopping wet love arrow. I noticed that it had lost some of its attractive hardness but it was still pretty big, and I was convinced that with the proper treatment I could make it stand up all over again. My experience told me that this was one of those men who had a considerable power of quick recuperation, and that pleased me enormously since it was the sole reason of my being in a place like this, to find a dong capable of performing something extra special. Even while I was still playing around with the half-hard rod, it started to get a new erection, and when I suddenly decided to take the whole machine into my mouth, it only took a few moments before it was as hard and stiff as it had been when the meal came into my room a short while ago. It was a fantastic experience to feel how the proud man completely filled my mouth Even though it was difficult, I succeeded to play around with the heavy knob and lick it with my tongue, causing it to throb excitedly and make Mamil cry out. You're driving me wild. Come on, let's make another round. I've got to come once more. Let me. Oh, I have to lay you. You've got... Oh, I have to... You! I've got to put it in your cunt quickly. There was nothing I wanted more. But at the moment Mamil wanted to pin me down again, I rolled away from under him. No, not this way. Wait a moment. I want to get fucked from behind. I loved this particular position. Besides, I knew that my behind, a work of art in itself, firm and round, fired every man whom I honored this way to his greatest performance. The strength and intensity of the pushes I received in this position had convinced me completely of this. It is fantastic to stick your behind freely up in the air and take in a prick slowly between your legs. So I pushed myself back and felt his hard lance shove into my hole. Almost immediately Mamille started to hump me thoroughly, and the speed was, at least for the beginning, quite satisfactory. Slowly he pushed deeper and deeper into my body, and I felt the instrument of my partner filling out my entire womb. Mamil worked without stopping. He banged with renewed vigor against my buttocks and grabbed alternately one or the other of my full, dangling breasts, squeezing them as hard as he could. Our bodies welded together in a beautiful curve. The knees of the man nestled themselves into the back of my knees and his hairy, muscular chest pressed against my back. The big mirror next to my bed reflected our picture. I looked at it and was thrilled by what I saw. It never tired me to watch the frolicking of the two bodies working together in the act. Throughout my life I have always had a weakness for mirrors and especially whenever the mirror shows me a second couple busy with what is most important and most pleasant, a good screwing. Is it not far more pleasant to know that there is another couple busy with the same intimate occupation right next to you? Ah, even the mute couple in the mirror caused extra excitement. If it were only possible to see those parts in action which one feels, but it is so difficult to take a good look when the straining bodies start their voluptuous convulsions. Mamille was not entirely disinterested in these same impressions. He turned around to look in the mirror at my beautifully rounded backside, and I made it even easier for him by turning slightly sideways, to convince himself optically that I returned every one of his jolts with one of my own. "'Are you very horny, Mameel?' I asked him, so that I could enjoy the pleasures of sound as well as those of touch and sight. Oh, "'Do you like my backside, yes? I love to be fucked from behind, so very, very much. "'Just push a little harder. I can stand it. Ah, oh, that feels good. Oh, that feels terribly good. "'Just go deeper if you can, Mameel.' Oh! Oh! You've got to come here more often. Always ask for me. I want to feel your prick. Every day. Deep inside me. The meal banged with all his force against my ass. Just you wait. I'll screw you so hard you won't know whether you're coming or going. You horny bitch. You would love to have a prick like mine in you all the time, wouldn't you? It's all right with me. I'm going to give it to you good, baby. You can have it any time you want to.